Hello everyone, my name is Alina and I'm in Agadir, Morocco, but I'm not alone. Welcome back to Traveling Inside Out, a podcast about exploring the world within or out. I'm recording now from my 27th country I've explored so far, Morocco. And since I'm almost always traveling solo, almost, I decided this time to invite my mother with me. So today's episode is about exploring Morocco with my mom. It's not our first time when we travel outside of the country together. Two or three years ago, we also visited south of Italy. We went to Bari, Poliano Amare, and Matera. And ever since then, she wanted to have another trip outside of the country together. Of course, uh, she loves traveling. However, since she doesn't speak any other foreign language, it's a bit difficult or she wouldn't enjoy it as much uh, if she wouldn't have someone to go with her. So this is why um, we decided to go again, or at least I promised her that we would go again in a trip. And even though we were planning actually to go somewhere in Spain, I found an amazing offer. So here we are in Morocco. But as we were getting closer to the moment of traveling, she started to have more and more questions. And I realized that she had some preconceptions regarding this country or this culture. And it's funny to mention that, but because I'm not ashamed to admit that I was the same, let's say maybe 10 years ago, when I was still a student in uh, university years, I was actually really scared about, (laughs) I'm sorry, but (laughs) I have my window open and (laughs) a bird almost cut into the room. (laughs) This is amazing. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I was really uh, scared, let's say scared of uh, unknown. So I was really scared about um, other cultures, or better yet said, I was scared about others that are not my kind, let's say. And I don't remember exactly when something changed in my head, but I don't remember the reason why it changed. Um, So I I don't remember if I was traveling abroad or it was just by reading the news. But I was really upset when I would see people from outside of Romania judging my country or Romanians just by some uh, negative news. And it really seemed unfair that some people would judge me without knowing me just because I was born in a specific land, on a specific land. And then I realized, but wait a minute, I'm doing the same. (laughs) 
So that's when I decided that I have to change this. And in order to change this, I need to travel somewhere to understand better the things that I'm scared of. And when the opportunity came, I decided to go for one semester with a scholarship in Turkey, in Istanbul, Turkey. Back then, I have to admit, the fact that I didn't know what to expect scared me, made me be a bit afraid. Even though now, when, I, when it's something that I don't know what to expect, excites me to, to the roof and back. Uh, but back then, I was really scared. And I've seen this a bit in uh, my mother's perception as well. But to finish um, the story about how my perspective changed or shift, I have to say that when I was boarding the plane to go to Turkey, I was still scared. I was keep on saying to people that what, what will they think about me if I'm going to start crying when I'm going to land there? What will, uh, what will happen if, like, will they feel that I'm crying because they are looking at me or I was really, I'm not, I'm not overreacting. I'm not just saying that I was really scared, but I still decided to do that. And, um, I was actually, I decided to, uh, I had to rent a place where to stay, of course, for four months. That's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of months staying. So, um, I decided to stay, I found uh, an apartment, and so I was sharing an apartment with two Turkish guys, one German and one Romanian. And it was an interesting experience, but the uh, more interesting experience or uh, important, let's say, in uh, my way of seeing things, was the fact that I decided to not stay on the European side, but deep inside of the Asian side of Istanbul, um, where people would really not speak English. So I really had to get out of my comfort zone to learn the language, which I did the basics of it. I knew um, by the end of my four months, I was able to at least order or like have like a really basic conversation and so on. And in those four months, I realized that actually I was scared uh, with no reason. <laughs> But also I realized that Istanbul is quite Europeanized. So I can't um, understand as much as I wanted to. So that's why one year later, once again, an opportunity came. I decided to go to Tunisia. Um, whereas I was saying, I stayed there in total five months. So that was uh, making one step more in my fear in my um, preconception to understand and to stop being so scared of the unknown. And so it was with my mother that um, even though she didn't have enough time to think about it, um, to think about Morocco, when I decided, when I asked her if she would like to join me uh, in Morocco, because of course, when it comes, when you find a good offer online, it's better to buy it on the spot because then you never know um, how long it's going to last. So she didn't have time to think or to overthink uh, traveling to Morocco. But since I bought it a few months in advance, as I was saying, 
getting closer and closer to approaching the moment of traveling, she started to have different questions regarding the food, regarding the, the way that she is supposed to uh, be dressed, um, and so on. But by all those questions, I realized that she had exactly the same fear of the unknown as I had. She was not sure, um, of course, as I was saying, how uh, she's allowed to get dressed. And of course, it depends also where in Morocco, because here in Agadir, uh, as um, I've actually learned in one of the trips that we took, it's a city that was almost demolished um, by the earthquake that they had in the 60s. And little by little, it got, it got rebuilt, but it is um, rebuilt kind of in a, in a new architecture or let's say a bit more, yeah, I can just say modern. But then, of course, it's um, a difference between me traveling by myself and me traveling with my mom. And of course, I have to adjust to some things because I've got so used to traveling by myself um, in such a way that I really have to get used to with uh, traveling with someone, someone else. Especially when uh, the other person is actually, um, I have to take care more of her needs than I would have to take care of the needs of someone who's speaking any other foreign language, for example. So I have to be a bit more careful, let's say. So what we did, of course... <laughs> Even though um, I've been traveling, as I was saying, this is my 27th country, but it's not my 27th time uh, going outside of the country. It's many, I don't know, I lost count. Uh, I'm still making mistakes. <laughs> so um, we had to take actually three planes, and that was my fault. We had to take three planes to get from Romania here. So that was another challenge. Um, but I was actually worried for no reason because everything was perfectly smoothly. We managed uh, with no problem um, to get all the three planes and so on. However, um, when we got here, of course, we were tired because uh, we were traveling for Probably she was traveling for 20 hours. <laughs> it was a crazy traveling day. Um, the moment when we got into, I we got, we landed in Agadir, so we had to take a taxi to get to our hotel. I saw that in the taxi, it was like 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes, right? She was scared. She was really scared almost terrified that where are we going? Why are we trusting this taxi driver? It's everything is dark. We don't know where we are. We don't know where the hotel is. We don't know where this person is going to take us and so on. And now, of course, 
this is actually the risk every single time when you take a taxi. If you ask me, I think I said in a previous uh, episode that I hate taking taxis because in this case, uh, there was no direct bus or shuttle bus or something like that. Um, I mean, there was shuttle buses. If uh, we would have booked something previous uh, our arriving, but I didn't want to do that. But other than that, there was no, there was nothing else in that airport, only taxis. So, of course, I had to take a taxi. But she was really, really, really scared. And then we got to the hotel, and the, even though um, the room is big and uh, looking really nice, the furniture is a bit old. So, the shock hit her as in it's dark, it's dangerous. We went through um, uh, through the suburbs, let's say, of the city to another city that is more like an industrial city. So you would see um, kind of, I don't know, maybe just for her were like scary houses, as she said. <laughs> Um, so all of that hit her when we arrived. As, as I was saying, uh, it was also after many, many, many hours of traveling and being awake. So for a moment, I was concerned because we came here for seven days. And I was concerned, like, what am I going to do? What if I pushed her limits too much and she's not going to enjoy this? Or she's going to be upset? or she's going to blame me for, for bringing her here. I was making my scenarios nonstop. We had a really good uh, night's sleep. And then in the morning when we woke up, we, um, we had breakfast. And then we went in uh, the, let's say, backyard of the hotel where there is a pool. So little by little, seeing the pool, seeing uh, the palm trees, enjoying the breakfast, she was starting to feel better. And then, of course, we decided what you do when you, you arrive, you go out and explore the area a little bit. Now, exactly where the hotel is, we are really close, like 500 meters away from the uh, ocean side. But all around us, it's either other hotels, there are either other hotels, or there are some um, unfinished build, buildings, which, of course, in the night, those can be scary as well, or they can look scary as well. So, of course, um, that as soon as we got out of this area, and we actually managed to find Oceanside, she was the happiest. <laughs> and that was actually the moment that I was <laughs> waiting for. Because I really wanted to bring her here. Also to take her out of the comfort zone. But I really wanted her to enjoy uh, a seven-day holiday <laughs> in, uh, in this place. So um, we decided to go and um, explore the ocean side. So we just walked and walked and walked. And then we also wanted to um, eat somewhere. 
And finally, um, of course, she would listen. We, we can talk uh, and uh, make a decision together. After I try to find a place that is not that touristic and is not that uh, expensive, we um, had an amazing uh, Moroccan food. So I decided to have some couscous and that was because I missed couscous ever since I left Tunisia. It was my favorite dish that I tried in Tunisia. So I was um, I was craving that couscous since six years ago, let's say. So the first thing that I took, uh, that I ordered was the chicken couscous. And for a moment, uh, she wanted to um get grilled chicken and i didn't say anything to her but by herself she decided like no 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 wait i'm in a foreign country i should try something that i cannot get home so finally she decided to have a moroccan soup that she enjoyed to the maximum and now the funny thing is that um the waiter was really nice and kind with us uh, that he even gave us uh, two roses. <laughs> that was my first time ever in traveling in my entire life that I got a flower from somewhere, from someone completely random. So little by little, uh, because of these little gestures and because she started to, to see the palm trees, the ocean, the sand, um, the sun, the warm sun, um, and people around us and so on, she enjoyed it more and more. And then I decided that we should not stay only in Agadir. So we went actually in just two trips. One was to see uh, Sahara, but it was actually small Sahara. So it was just some sand, some sand dunes, but it was not actually um, the desert. And we managed to see uh, a Berber house, like a Berber village. Uh, we, did, we saw one of the 140 Moroccan dams that they have in this country. And um, we went all the way to Tiznit. That was one trip. And then in another trip, we went actually to explore a little bit Marrakesh or Medina in Marrakesh. Now, of course, um, another uh, difference was that she told me that she was scared that people will uh, look angry at her or um, be yelling or something like that, except she found here people saying welcome or actually smiling, asking us how how is your day, even though they are not even selling anything, <laughs> which was amazing <laughs> because um, she was expecting that people will be angry and so on or like yelling or mean. And in, instead, she found people that would be nice. Of course, there's something different when it comes to sellers. She didn't enjoy the fact that she cannot just look at things because the seller will keep on nagging or like bugging her to buy the thing. Um, but I told her that that's how it is here and everybody knows this and this is how it goes. 
it's not something uh, that she can enjoy or it's not something that she can uh, get used to. Because, of course, she really likes looking at things. <laughs> she really likes... Uh, she would also like to buy some stuff and so on, like souvenirs and so on. But um, if someone will keep on nagging her, she's just going away and so on. Um, it was interesting from my perspective. It was the first time traveling with someone that I, as I was saying that I had to translate. So it was interesting that I had to, um, and I think it helped me because in general, when I'm going on a tour and the tour guide is telling me uh, little facts about the place that we are visiting, I'm always just remembering things that are really, really uh, interesting and out of that place or something like that, that I will remember. But this time I was focusing so much in remembering as much information as I can in order to translate to her afterwards that even now I remember some facts. Like I remember that uh, the mask in... The Tower of the Mosque in uh, Marrakesh is 77 meters high. And all the other mosques are supposed to not be taller than that, the ones that are built um, after uh, the mosque was built, because that's the symbol of the city. I remember, yeah, I don't think it makes sense now to say so many things that I remember, but I, I just have to say, because I had to translate to her in Romanian, I was actually focusing more on um, remembering the facts that I was told. In the same time, um, it was interesting to see how she can manage, um, how she can remember the cities, how she can remember um, the money, because of course, here, um, the currency is completely different than what we have. So she's mostly uh, transferring from Moroccan money to Euro and then from Euro to Romanian money. For me, it's simply because I don't even know the meaning of Romanian money anymore since I just recently moved back to Romania. So for me, nothing makes sense, <laughs> to be completely fair. Since I traveled so much in South America and then I went to United States for a bit and then I was in Iceland. And like for me, <laughs> the meaning of the money as in how much it means, it's kind of useless <laughs> or like pointless. <laughs> but another thing that I liked is that even though uh, before leaving, before coming here, she was asking me, like, what can I eat? I don't want to eat too spicy. I don't want to eat unknown uh, animals. I don't want to eat something too expensive and so on. Now, <laughs> at least I can say yesterday, so from, from the first day when we arrived and we went and to see what can she have and so on and even though from a for a moment she thought that she's gonna have what she has her usual back home now yesterday for example she was 100 percent sure when we left the hotel she was keep on saying to me i want tagine or fish tagine with fish i know for sure that this is what i want <laughs> and we went to a place where she could find that for a good price of course 
another thing that I had to get used to it uh, was to take a lot of pictures <laughs> because I'm not used to take so many pictures and I'm not used to pose for pictures again. I'm most of the time um, I'm actually taking pictures of myself uh, using a timer. So uh, it's easy for me to do that by myself. It's always a bit weird when I'm waiting for someone else to take a picture, or at least awkward to take a picture of myself and so on. And lastly, the um, another thing uh, that was different was, of course, the language itself. And this is what I want to say, because from the beginning, I said that uh, she needs me because she doesn't speak a foreign language. However, I was surprised to see that she actually understands more than I thought. When people speak English and they speak very slow, she actually understands few words so she can come up with an idea of what it's told. And uh, that was surprising to see. And at the same time, it's surprising to realize about myself that I actually understand French better than I thought. Uh, probably I wouldn't understand French spoken by French people uh, because they would speak very, very, very fast. But here I actually managed to understand French, even though I do not speak the language. And... Um, I can say that now it's actually in the moment that I'm recording, it's actually the first time when she's uh, outside exploring, she wanted to go to another uh, shop. And since I didn't want to go, she said that she would like to go without me. So for the first time ever, we are actually apart and she's not depending on me for her needs right now which is an amazing experience and I'm looking forward for her to come back and to tell me how everything went. What I wanted to say with this is that even though people do have preconception about, doesn't matter about what, about another culture, about another religion, about another um, other people or about the foods, the mm, the climate and so on. The only way to fix that is by traveling. Now, of course, not everyone can afford traveling in different uh, parts of the world, but I do believe that little by little, step by step, this is the way to actually be nicer with each other and to stop assuming things that we don't actually know. And the conclusion that I want to get to is that even though, as I was saying, when we arrived, she was scared and she didn't feel um, safe. Now she kept saying that uh, since today is our last full day in Morocco and tomorrow we are going to fly away, she was telling, tomorrow in the evening, she was saying to us, to, she was saying to me how she, was, she would like to stay more. <laughs> or she's thinking with regret that maybe she will never come back here ever again. And she, she was even saying to me that she, she feels like a little bit of her heart is left behind. 
because she actually enjoyed it and she got used with this room, with this hotel, with how to get here, with the people, even with those people she was mentioning me, even with those people that are like keep on coming and showing me their their stuff to to buy, even with those people and so on, she still feels a bit like she's she's really sad that she's going to to leave, which for me was an amazing thing. But the most important thing that she said to me was actually after the first trip that we had, uh, the one in the desert, and she told me that she finally understands the meaning of traveling because exactly how um, how she thought that things are way more dangerous and not necessarily only in this country in general she understands now that by traveling she can see that things are not as dark and uh, difficult and dangerous as we see online in the news and so on and if it's something that i wanted to happen was this especially when she told me that she understands why I love traveling so much, even in the places where she thinks it's dangerous, because she sees now and she understands now that things are not that dangerous after all. This concludes today's episode. If you like it, don't forget to subscribe to Traveling Inside Out on any platform you're listening to your podcast on. Share it with your friends or just let me know what other subjects should I discuss next time. You can get in touch with me on Twitter or Anchor app or simply search for hashtag Alina's Wonders all over the web. If you are interested to visit my website, you can do so on alinaswonders.wixsite.com slash Alina. Check my bio for the link. Until next time. Follow your dreams and stay true to yourself. Bye!